Joining us now to elaborate on that is Professor Adam Habib, Vice-Chancellor at WITS. Uh, good morning, Prof. Uh, why is the country in crisis? Well, I think it's a, a country in crisis. If we had, if any other society had the burnings we've had at the Vile University of Technology, the University of Johannesburg, uh, Northwest University previously, you saw some of the action at Forte University, and 20 schools in Rwani, If that had happened in any other country, there would have been a national state of emergency. There would be serious, serious questions being asked about how was this allowed to happen. Mm. Probably the minister of police would have been fired, as would have many others, and a government would have fallen. The fact that this can happen and we aren't regarding it as a crisis is something that is really worrying. Mm. Uh, And what we were saying is that this can't continue. The more we do this, the more we fracture our institutions and the more we will destroy our universities. And if our universities get destroyed, only the poor will suffer Mm. because the rich can take their kids and go overseas and make sure that their children study in Britain and the United States and in many other places, as happens in Nigeria and many other places. We will destroy the one higher education system that works in this, in this continent. So how should, have, how should government have dealt with all of these VUT, uh, Fort Hare? Even on Friday as we were leaving our outside broadcast, we, we saw students um, uh, uh, you know, put, put tires on, on, on fire get, and, 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 and try and, and, and raise the wrath of the police while inside the Great Hall there were official speeches. What should we have done even before we got to that stage? Well, firstly, uh, one has to recognize that that part of the violence is a clear alienation. Uh, People in our society feel that political leaders only take them seriously when they burn something. So unless something's burning, government ministers are never heard. They never come. They're not accountable. And this is at one level what we see. So firstly, we've got to fix that, that when people are hurting, when people need to be hurt, when people need to be engaged with, then there needs to be an accountability of our leadership. And that's at multiple levels of the society. It's not simply Jacob Zuma, it's the president, but going right down to vice chancellors and everybody else. Mm. So how do we fix that mentality on the part of students, on the part of protesting residents, you know, across the country? Well, the second thing I was going to suggest is there must be consequences for burning. How is it that we've had a number of buildings burned since November last year and not one person has been jailed? How is it that this can happen in a society with so many schools burnt, so many buildings burnt, and nobody else. We've got a crisis of policing in our country. Clearly, our police service are not doing what they're meant to do. They're not investigating, they're not, uh, they, uh, and then they, those dockets are not handed to prosecutors, and prosecutors are not are taking action. The fact that we can have so much of burning, and nobody has been arrested. Now, if there's no arrest, there's no consequences. And if there's no consequences, people think they can do it again. And that's the second problem in our society. And it seems to me that unless you fix those both problems, one, a greater accountability of the, of the leadership so that they really deal with issues, not only when people burn, and the second, that there are consequences to burning. Unless you do those two things, we're never going to fix this challenge we have. Now, one of the interesting uh, statements you made at the weekend is that this violence has increased because of dramatic polarization in our society. Please elaborate on that. So I do think that our society has polarized. One of the big tragedies of the last 22 years 
is that inequality, income inequalities have grown up. I mean, the government carries on saying about how much they delivered, and they have. There are more houses, there are more electricity connections, there are more water connections. But inequality has increased every single year for 22 years. And what inequality does in any society is it polarizes the society because, and people's perceptions of their satisfaction is, is very, very negative. And that's what we began to see in South Africa. You know, people say, well, you know, we've, we've got a history of violence. But we got far more violence in 2016 than we had in 2008. We had far more violence in 2008 than we had in 2004. Our violence is increasing. Our strikes are becoming violent. Our service delivery protests are becoming violent. Our student protests are becoming violent. That's what we should be asking. Why is there an increasing violence that is happening? And part of that has to do with the very polarization in our society and how that plays itself out. Mm. Did you ever think that academic institutions in democratic South Africa would have to be dealing with the, and, and learning or knowing uh, how to deal with violence at these institutions? No, I didn't. And actually, people say, well, we must have better campus control. And we could, but that, that means we'd have campus control that are militarized, that are completely like police forces. You know, that's the question we're going to have to ask ourselves. In the United States, each of the universities have their own police force with arresting powers. At this moment, the police service is not delivering to the university system. And we've got to ask ourselves, do we need a new plan so that we can have safety and security on our campuses? Mm. Uh, from your own experience, uh, Professor Habib, uh, you know, the past year, uh, more than a year, has been a, a quite an eye-opener for you. W- what lessons have you learned? So, you know, the one thing that I've learned is that you have to take students seriously. And one of the things that has to happen is you need an engagement. You need a process of engagement and security. You can't resolve this simply through security, and you can't simply resolve this through engagement. It is a combination of the two that is required in all of our institutions. I will also say this, that I think it's important that protesters realize that engagement does not mean completely acceding to everything you want. Uh, consultation means properly that, consultation and give and take on both sides. It doesn't mean we demand if you don't deliver, we burn down. And that attitude has to be challenged. And it can only be challenged, by the way, by the police, by there being consequences, but also by parents, which is what I said at the book, at, 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 at the book fair. Parents need to be heard. Ordinary citizens need to be heard and saying to, to, to the younger generation, you cannot do this, we will not allow you to do this. These institutions took a long time to build and we will not allow you to destroy it for future, for future generations. Thank you very much, Professor Adam Habib, Vice-Chancellor of the University of the Witwatersrand.